There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Q. 26 letters. A. B. $1,000. It's the 1K letter of the day on Q102. Hi, Pam. How are you? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. So every time you call, I think of that Seinfeld episode where Kramer meets a girl named Pam. Uh-huh. And the big attraction for him is her name. He just loves the name Pam. What does that oh, mean? Oh, and that voice. <laughs> well, what about her name? Pam? Oh, it's a beautiful name. Pam. <laughs> Pam. <laughs> Pam. <laughs> Pam. Pam. <laughs> That's funny that you think about that. I always think about um, stepbrothers when he goes on the job interview and he says, what's your name? And she goes, Pam. And he goes, oh, panned. The D is silent. And she's like, no, Pam. And he's like, Pam. <laughs> I don't know why I think about that, but it's just so funny. That is funny. I'm going right. to watch that movie. It's one of my faves. Well. well, I'm pretty happy with it, so. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah. It's, it's nice to like your name. And you go by Pam. You don't go by Pamela or Pammy. No, Pammy. My, my, no. My my legal name is Pamela. I I go by Pam. And, you go by Pam. But I have a few that call me Pammy. I have a cousin Pammy. So, so Pammy. Well, let's try I'll to win you a thousand dollars, Pam. Well, let's this. do it. All right. Open up this envelope. See what your letter is. It is. Ooh. Is it a good one? Yeah. What is it? What is it, Jeff? What is it? The you got the letter. What were you going to say, Tim? I was just going to say B. It is the letter B. Letter B. I know. Everybody can see but me. <laughs> yep. <B>. As in. <laughs> Nobody talking about me. Bam. The paper. <laughs> <laughs> That's unfair. I was fair. holding it up for the folks at home. I'm always the one left out. Yeah, I thought Tim was going to say B, <laughs> like Bonnie, Jen's mom, who's My watching mom. our lives. She's watching. She's always watching. And she always says, you, 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 every day you yawn and your hair is always sticking straight up. <laughs> so I'm being very, I'm paying attention, mom, and I'm trying not to yawn. And I put my hair down. We're talking about our Facebook Live video. We're on our q and 2 Facebook Live video. We've been trying to do the 1K letter of the day live. Yeah. I'm lowering uh-huh. the shade behind Jen because it 
Is there a glare? Yes. Well, it's not a big one, but it's yesterday when we did the Facebook Live. It starts with Jen going like this, uh, like leaning back and yawning, <laughs> Wee! Like, like doing like some sort of exercises with her, rolling my wrists. Was I rolling yeah. my wrists? I know. If you don't okay, tell so, me the camera's on, you don't know what you're going to get. That's true. We tell you it's on every freaking that time. That is not true. And every time you're not like, every this mother time. bleeper, we're like, okay, I got to take <laughs> that down. That happened once. You even made yourself a note that said the video is on. And I will put it up. <laughs> when it's on. When it, when I'm told it's on. It's on right now. Tim, Tim always did say says. It today. Yeah. Are you girls done? Like sister for <laughs> Would you sister like to play Wars. the game now, Pam? <laughs> okay. To clarify, this letter is B as in boy. Yes, B correct. as in boy. Sorry if that got okay. lost. She's like, I got a meeting to go to. I can we get this no, no, show no. on the road. Good. I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> okay. So yes, uh, we've got thirty seconds on the clock. Uh, you played the game before, I assume. Yes, right. Yes. Yeah. All right, here right. we go then. we got 30 seconds on the clock. I will not start the timer until Jen finishes asking the first question. Here we go with the letter B. Name something you do on a rainy day. Play the banjo. Something you blow. Buckeyes. Something you clean. BMW. Something you boil. Bones. A TV show. Boston. A song. Baby love. Something. <laughs> okay. Yeah. okay. We must incorporate the passing quickly. I'm just a total blank today. Oh, yeah. it's Thursday. Yeah, it's right. You know, it's Something fun. you blow. Bubbles. Bubbles. Yes. Something Bubbles. you're clean. I said butthole. Of course you did. <laughs> you could have just said butt. I said balls. Butthole. There you go. <laughs> Uh-huh. I don't know. It's more all, fun. All of the above, right? <laughs> right. Boobies. Oh, boobies. Breastuses. I, I can't say what I was thinking. Oh, really? Ooh. Is it dirty? It would be workplace inappropriate. Oh, Uh-oh. that's never stopped you Uh-oh. before. <laughs> all right, Pam. Well, you have a great day. We'll see you back here. Right, uh, you too. Hopefully sooner than later. Hey, bye, Pam. All have, right, a bye. have a good one. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. <laughs> all right, I'm turning the cameras off are they off <laughs> we're clear it takes Why? 10 seconds oh thank god we can speak freely now <laughs> oh. go ahead and yawn jen we're off camera oh. <laughs> <laughs> i lied it's totally on still <laughs> just joking hey, it's i do that on the camera i know you don't All right. care jen just did something really filthy with her body just now <laughs> oh. Oh, yeah. What are you do you do? guys know any leap day babies who were celebrating a birthday today? No, I don't too. think so. I, Our old neighbor Ryan is her name. She was born on leap day. Um, and so it's her birthday today. And then our friend Mendy also is a leap year baby. And Ja Rule. And Ja Rule. Ja Rule. What yep. do you know? And Tony Robbins, the life uh, coach, coach guy. guy. Yep. Mm-hmm. He was born on this. Day. Well, if you know someone who's a leap day baby and they're celebrating a birthday today, you got to be four times nicer to them than you would normally be because they suffer a lot of indignities, these, these leap day babies. Four indignities that all Leap Day babies must endure. Number one, the same joke every four years. If you were born February 29th, 1984, for instance, you will hear happy 10th birthday from multiple people today. Not all Leap Day, excuse me, not all Leap Day babies love those kid-themed birthday parties either. 
Just saying. Are, yeah. If you're a leap day baby, do you think you just rage today? Like, do you, since you only have a real birthday once every four years. You're taking the day off. Are you just man. like, woo! Mm. You know, shots and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, the other issue, and I didn't even think about this, computer systems and online forms, a lot of them still do not recognize February 29th as a real day. So if you enter it as your birthday on many websites, it will pop up, especially in many computer systems, it still pops up as invalid. Uh, even the DMV in some states still has issues with it sometimes. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, there's also the issue of getting carded. Some Leap Day babies have problems getting carded. In fact, a ton of Leap Day babies have had bouncers accuse them of using a fake, fake ID, ID because they're like, there's no February 29th. <laughs> it's also caused plenty of confusion about when you can get into a bar on your oh. 21st. 20, yeah, can you get in on the 28th? Right. Probably at midnight on the 28th. No, no. And then the other thing, Facebook has ignored them before because you know how you get the birthday reminders? Hey, your oh, friend so-and-so. Sure. I don't actually get those. So I never know. Uh, well, you probably just don't look at them. They're always on the side. So oh, when you pull up true. your page, it's always on the side where they kind of list the things. There's like a ad and then some other noise. I There's also those. Yeah, it's it's also been mentioned that the anything you post on Facebook today, you will not have show up in your memories for another for four like another years. four years. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh really? interesting. Yeah. So some leap day babies celebrate on the twenty eighth, and other leap day babies prefer March first. I think I'd go with the February because it's the same month. Well, Facebook claims they do send out alerts now, but some leapers claim they've been ignored in the past, which is why uh-huh. I brought it up. Yeah. But. Uh, Good to know. Yeah. Happy, happy leap day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Go to 7-Eleven and get your free chicken wings or whatever it is. What were they doing? 7-Eleven offering customers any combination of five wings for the same price of two twenty nine, which 7-Elevens, I think, here are Speedway, as yes. we pointed out. What made me think of 7-Elevens the other day? Oh. Uh, where'd this come from? I forget where I saw this. Japan has the most 7-Eleven stores in the world. If you look at Japan on a map, it doesn't look like a big country, right? Right. Looks like a tiny country. But yet they have 21,000 7-Elevens in Japan alone. Oh, wow. That's cool. Isn't that wild? Wow. I mean, what are they doing? I guess because of population, maybe they just need them. Yeah. Need that many? When we were in Asia, we went to, we didn't go to Japan, but we went to Thailand, South Korea, and uh, Singapore. And we saw, I've never seen more 7-Elevens in my life than I saw in Thailand and South Korea. In fact, Thailand is second right behind Japan. They have 13,800 7-Elevens, and South Korea is third with 11,000. I just looked it up. There are 3,400 Speedway stores. That's a lot. That is a lot. That is a lot. Uh, and then the U.S. is fourth with 9,400 7-Elevens throughout the country. Um, but in it's, it's funny because, like, if you walk into a 7-Eleven here in the U.S., you know, it's, it's I mean, it is Speedway. It's mm-hmm. the same thing. Mm-hmm. Same same layout, you know, basically same setup. But if you walk into a 7-Eleven in, say, Thailand or South Korea, they're bigger. Like 7-Elevens, the, the reason why there's so many is because they're kind of known as having everything. 
Yeah. Like all the basic essentials that go well, beyond just Slurpees and wings. and. But Slurpees are a big draw. Dry it out. Yeah. What do you mean like everything? Like you can buy clothes there and stuff too? Or yeah, like it- you could buy a jacket or a sweater or, you know, a turn collar. I need an umbrella or toiletries. Huh. So maybe they don't have like as many bigger grocery stores. They have more 7-Eleven convenience stores. Well, they got them both. They just, it's sort of like taking... It's like taking a grocery store. You know how like how Target, they added a grocery store to it. Mm-hmm. Now, they're not that big, mm-hmm. but it's sort of like those Target superstores on a much smaller scale where they just sell pretty much everything. Like there's nothing you can't get, including phone cars. Um, they have bill pay centers there too. Gosh, I don't remember it being that big. What? 7-Eleven? Yeah. Oh, they're not. I mean, it's outside of this country, Asia, they're yeah. not. You know, they're, it's the it's the typical speedway layout. Yeah. But in Asia, that's... That's crazy. That's why there's so many of them. Crazy. Another random fact I picked up on, this is totally out of the blue. There are only four types of venomous snakes in the U.S. that you have to worry about. And it's venomous, not poisonous. Right. Right. <laughs> <sighs> The ones with the what diamond, are they? The ones with the diamond eyes, right? What Rat- about the copperhead? Yes, rattlesnakes, copperheads, cottonmouths, and coral snakes. Those Ew. are the f- only four types of venomous snakes in the U.S. And what do we have here? We have rattlesnakes, copperheads, cottonmouths. No, I don't know. I mean, in this I area, I think all of them are here except for the coral, right? Isn't that one Coral's mostly a Florida one? Yeah. Isn't it? But the I we mean, have rattlesnakes around here. Yeah, I mean, I think in parts of Tennessee and Kentucky for sure, and the cottonmouth and the. Um, What's the other one I just said out loud? Copperhead. Copperhead. Those are 100% in Kentucky, I know. Hmm. And the cottonmouth is the one that can swim. According to the internet, copperheads are in Ohio. Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. But they, all of them have the triangular shaped head, correct? That's how you can tell which ones are venomous. Didn't I hear that somewhere? Is that... I had a ranger tell me one time at a park that if they have diamond eyes, if the eyes, the black of their eyes are diamonds, that's... I ain't getting close enough. That's what I said. I'm like, how am I going to get that close to see if it's round or a diamond? I think after it bites you, that's when you really got to pay attention. (laughs) I I go by the whole rule of thumb that all snakes are venomous and that we just respect each other's space. You don't come by me. I won't go by you. Do you guys know anybody that's ever been bitten by a snake? Yeah, in Hazard they do because in Hazard they have the cotton mouths and they have the copperheads and they like, you know, my, uh, like they just like slice it open and suck the poison out while you're going to, uh, on the way to the doctor. <sighs> like they have the, what is that called? The anti-venoms uh, down there? Yeah, we were down in Palm Springs. Uh, we spent some time, we did a lot of hiking and uh, we did some hiking in Joshua Tree. You know, they tell you, like, there's, you'll you'll encounter rattlesnakes. Just make sure you stay close to the trail. Mm-hmm. As long as you stay close to the trail, you know, they kind of know. They right. They're oh, yeah. used to, yeah, they know where to kind of hide out. But if you stray, do so at your own risk. But when you're in Tennessee, Tim, don't they tell you to watch out for rattlesnakes too? Isn't that a part of the, I mean, you looked it up, so I didn't know if you knew. Um, that I thought that. When so when you go to like Gatlinburg and you're hiking in the mountains, they have all of these little mm-hmm. um, things, snakes and stuff, and plants and things you're supposed to look out for. And I thought rattlesnakes were on there. Yeah, they are. They're in Ohio too. Yeah, the, there's yeah. according to the Ohio Department of 
resources, there are three different snakes in Ohio that are venomous. So we have all three of the out of the four. There's a campsite that we go to in California, up in them up in Idlewild. It's up in up side of a mountain, and they have like people on staff that are on call for snake catching on the campgrounds. That yeah, if you spot a rattlesnake, they tell you what to do, and then. Who to call? Who to call? Yeah. And they will come and collect it. Be aware. Pay attention. Yep. Eight thirty-six. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q one hundred and two. Uh, you know how they come out with those surveys every year, depending on the publication about the happiest countries in the world. Yep. And uh, it's usually neck and neck between Norway and Denmark. The Netherlands is usually like a very close second or third. And there's a guy who has lived in the Netherlands for the past 14 years who wrote an article about it as someone who lives there who uh, wanted to kind of explain, you know, what it is about living in that country that makes people so happy. And it really is, more than anything else, an attitude called Nixon. It's, it's, it's. It's a, it's, it's a concept, the, the Dutch art of doing nothing. Higa, Higa, Higa. Well, that would be the, the Dutch. Well, that's slightly different because the, the Danish Higa that you're talking about <clears throat> is um, more defined as like cozy and being together and hanging out together. Okay. Cozy. Mm-hmm. Whereas the concept of Nixon is the Dutch art of doing nothing. <laughs> I love it. And... He thinks that's why Dutch people are consistently ranked as some of the happiest people in the world. He says, when someone asks you what, you, what you're doing during your Nixon time, simply respond, nothing. Is Nixon time something you do every day or is this like a... Is it you're sitting in silence and just like sitting respite? and doing nothing? Uh, we How would... do they define nothing? Because nothing for some people is sitting on the couch watching TV or... Someone asked you during your Nixon time, your off time, you know, because we feel the need to say, oh, I was so busy and look at all the selfies I took of myself. Whereas there, they're unapologetic about taking breaks or holidays and doing nothing. Think of Nixon not as a sign of laziness, but as an important life skill that might help you regain some composure, find calm and prevent burnout. Um... People have different chronotypes, which means they need to sleep and work at different times of the day to achieve maximum productivity. So some of us are at our best in the morning while others feel the most productive in the afternoon. And so what they're about in the Netherlands is finding that time where you are most productive, capitalizing on that time and not apologizing for the downtime. So Mm -hmm. they let you work kind of whenever your peak time is? Yeah, like you're not you're not judged for it. Oh, nice. Um, so it's about if you're not doing anything, own it. Uh, work and rest according to your natural rhythm, and then the next thing is doing nothing together. Because uh, this guy, before he moved to the Netherlands, he always thought of Nixon as something that you would do alone in your home, like Jen was saying, you know, by yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, But those sweet moments can become more special when they are shared. Uh, Reading an article from CNBC, it says, For many parents, the best thing in the world can be reading to their children or playing with them. Uh, He says, to me, it's hugging. You know, when I'm in a great mood, I'll I'll ask, who wants a hug? 
And if I'm lucky, at least one of my three kids will be willing to put their little arms around me and give me a cuddle. Oh, I like that. Hmm. I love I love cuddling with my kid. When she comes into the nook, I'm always like, do you want to nestle in the nook? Which is pretty <laughs> much my armpit. Yeah. But I love, it's just a really great feeling. Right. So when they describe like cuddling, when the kids are in bed, my husband and I will watch a TV series together. I'm usually snuggled into my husband because he is soft and warm. And I often think that the series is secondary. I'm simply nixoning up against him. Aw, that's sweet. So we do something like that. We just call it cuddling instead of nixing. So if you're doing nothing, own it. Work and rest according to your natural rhythm. Do nothing together. And then the fourth concept is to just just be normal. (laughs) I don't know if we know how to do that in America. I'll give you an example. In the Netherlands, people tend to steer clear of intense emotional outbursts or what they consider to be overly dramatic behavior. Uh, And it's also generally not acceptable to complain or brag about working all the time. The attitude stems from a famous Dutch saying, Do normal dot is all gek genig, which means just be normal. That's already crazy enough. Meaning meaning that if you put if you put in too many hours or too much effort into your job, you likely will not get the accolades that you're seeking. Instead, you might be on the receiving end of some eye rolls and sighs while also being told to just be normal, go home and take some time for yourself. All right. Well, look at that. That sounds incredible. Do you guys want me to go ahead and start practicing that now? Sure, go ahead. Go home. (laughs) Head on out. Or should I do that later? Call it a day. (laughs) I know. It is an interesting concept, though. Her name is Olga Mecking. And again, she's not a native Nederlander, uh, but she is the author of Nixon, N-I-K-S-E-N. Nixon, Embracing the Dutch Art of Doing Nothing. That sounds fabulous. Mm Mm-hmm. Maybe that's it. Maybe, but it, a lot of that sounds very similar to the Danish outlook on things. You know, the way they approach any given yeah. day. I wonder. I, I'd, I'd love to see like what they get accomplished. You know, are they? Are they? What are? They, how successful are they? What? Uh, are they getting done? What? What contributions are they making to? society i mean what is well the- if you ask the danes they'll tell you well shall we start with ozempic <laughs> <laughs> yeah but think about too if you worked with people that were similar like-minded like this you know what i mean like for us if we were to take a break for work we'd be like oh my gosh but i gotta i gotta get back i gotta work harder i gotta do this i gotta do that right but everybody's so relaxed like tim you can't get that blog done do it tomorrow. Be tomorrow. You'll be fine. Instead, we're like, where is it? We need it now. You know, yeah. there's kind of like this, that that would be such an interesting mentality. I would love to see how they do a work day. Well, I heard someone describe like their, their definition of productivity versus our definition of productivity are vastly different. And so any, pretty much anybody would tell you that like America, you know, from a manufacturing or from a productivity standpoint is way more, one of the most productive countries in the world. Mm-hmm. And we've seen productivity surge just within the past year or two. But they look at productivity as 
the time they spend on, you know, their passion projects or the things that make them happy. But to answer the question, to get you the answer you're looking for, I guess you'd have to look at their quality of life mm -hmm. and how they feel, you know, what, how they feel their, the quality of their life is, mm -hmm. their living space and the time and, and things they get to do. How much meaning and purpose do they have in their lives? How much meaning, you know, are they leading, they feel like they are living meaningful lives with purpose? Well, if their happiness factor is any indication, you know, my, my guess would be pretty high. Yes. The answer to that would be yes. But I guess you'd have to spend some time there. Yeah. Walk around, observe, talk to people. Yeah. I think too, a little bit uh, is uh, having to a keep up with the Jones, be seen, know what's going on. I went to Mexico for a week, put my phone away for a week. Could, could all three of you do that? It would be hard for me with a kid. Yeah. But, you know what I mean? Like Chris couldn't do it. Yeah. I got to, I got to check in. I got to do it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But why? Always feel confident on your second date with help from the plastic surgery group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Say hi to our newest Best Friends Club member, guys. This is Rebecca Colstead from what part of Cincinnati are you from? Uh, Pleasant Ridge. Pleasant Ridge. Hi. Hey, Rebecca. It's so nice to hear from you guys. I'm it, so excited I got in. It's great to hear from you. Uh, it says you're working towards running a marathon in each of the 50 states, and you've done how many so far? Uh, I think my next thing is going to be my 23rd. That's wow. a lot of miles you've run. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> How long yeah. have you been a runner? Uh, I started running when I got out of college. So for it's been like 11, 12 years now. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's pretty great. Yep, it's fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess you run the whole, you don't break out a unicycle and do part of the marathon on a unicycle. No, I'm not that kind of fun runner. <laughs> right. But you can, though, you can yeah, ride yeah, yeah. a unicycle. Yeah, I was in pop cycles growing up. I still have my unicycle, actually. <laughs> what were you in? Pop cycles, Crosby Elementary over on the west side. That's out by you, Fritch. They have a club. I think they still run it, but it's called Pop Cycles. They do it, at least when I was in it, they do it so they're fourth, fifth, and sixth graders. That's uh, cool. Where they teach you how to ride a unicycle. And my favorite part was getting to be in the opening day parade every year. Oh, that's yeah, neat. Yeah, that is cool. Yeah. So what yeah. is what is the key then to maintaining balance on a unicycle? Is it distributing your weight through your legs or is it core strength? Core, it's like gotta what's, be core. what's the trick? I think it was a lot of core. A lot of core strength. Yeah. You have to center that gravity right there. Wow. That's yeah. cool. 
Yeah, I, I haven't tried getting on in a long time, but I'm pretty sure if <laughs> I gave it a couple of tries, I could still do it. <laughs> That's awesome. You That's should totally cool. try. Well, we, I think you're the first unicyclist to have in the club. We got one if we need awesome. one. Yep. <laughs> well, thank you. I I was listening to uh, you guys do a best friend club for like the last few months, and I'm like, I'm never going to get in. They're never going to call me. I'm so excited, though. Thank you. Well, they trickle in. We do one a day. Yes. Yep. And today's awesome. a really Thank good day, too, because you're the last person that gets entered to win our big drawing that we're going to be doing on one of our Facebook Live pages. Oh, awesome. Tell That's her what great. she's in it. you want me to tell her, Jeff, or do you want to? Yeah, it's a $200. It's actually two $200 gift cards, one at Jeff Ruby Culinary Entertainment uh, that you can use at any of the Jeff Ruby restaurants and a $200 Mitchell Salon and Day Spa gift card. Awesome. Yeah. Nice. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you for being a part of our radio family. We're happy to have you. If you'd like to fill out an online application, you can do so at WKRQ.com. And again, the Best Friend Club is brought to you by Jeff Ruby Culinary Entertainment and Mitchell Salon and Day Spa. We'll have another one for you tomorrow. And uh, we'll announce our winner, too, for the gift cards tomorrow as well here at Cincinnati's Q102. Coming up, uh, another shot at Diamond a Day and uh, classic second date update. You might have missed the first time. Thanks off. for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.